0: If you've been thinking about creating an online course, but you're stalling out because you think you need to have fancy camera equipment, professional editors, top of the line workbooks, and the best images, fonts, and branding in order to be a successful course creator, think again, my friend. In this episode of Think Big, Move Fast, we're gonna talk about the importance of being yourself and letting that shine through in your online course content. If you're into fancy camera equipment, that's awesome. Use it, but if you're not, There's no need for you to become obsessed with that to make your impact on the world. You just have to show up and be yourself. Let's get to it. Okay, so here's the problem. Many entrepreneurs want to create online courses to help grow their businesses, build their email list, and share their knowledge with the world. But it's overwhelming to try and map out the ideas, create that curriculum, and deal with the tech, right? I'm your host, Heather DeVoe, and I want to welcome you to Think Big, Move Fast, where I'm on a mission to help entrepreneurs just like you create amazing online courses quickly so you can share your talents with the world instead of getting bogged down in the process. I am the leading instructional design coach for entrepreneurs who want to create online courses faster, easier, and who want to make more of an impact while they're at it. I've created thousands of hours of online courses, in-person workshops, and training programs for businesses in eight countries spanning four continents, and my courses have reached countless people over the last 20 years. Now I'm teaching you everything I know about how to create amazing online courses quickly and easily. Stick with me and you'll learn how to take the guesswork out of getting started I'll show you how to clear the way forward so you can create a meaningful curriculum, and I'll teach you how to tackle the tech with ease so you can bring your online courses to life. In other words, I make creating online courses simple so you can make them faster. Let's get to it. Hello and welcome to episode 62 of Think Big, Move Fast, the podcast for experienced entrepreneurs who want to create online courses faster and easier than ever before. I am so excited to be here today in much better shape than how I showed up here on the previous episode with my Vampire Diaries hangover. I'm still watching it. I'm just going to bed at a reasonable time this week. But it is fitting that I showed up like that in episode 61 because... That is what it means to be yourself, right? That is what this episode is all about, being yourself, being your authentic self when it comes to creating your online course. And some days, my authentic self is someone who could throat punch a goat and eat apple pie and ice cream from sunup to sundown. And as someone who has always worn her heart and her emotions and her mood on her sleeve, It's a wonder, really, that binge-watching Vampire Hangover Heather hasn't shown up here before. (laughs) But I guess I wasn't recording podcasts on those days. Lucky you. (laughs) Over the last month, I have had the absolute pleasure of first getting out and seeing actual fucking people, which was just lovely. But I've had the pleasure of getting to meet more people than I have met in a very long time by just... Putting myself out there. And if there's one thing that the pandemic has done for me, it has created a situation where I'm able to meet and connect with even more people around the world. And actually, some of the best parts about that is that the people I am meeting and connecting with are close to home too. And I had a wonderful conversation with somebody this week who saw me speak at an event a few weeks ago. She's local to me and knew of me, but wasn't familiar with my work. And I gave a talk, and after my talk, I gathered from what she said to me that she was blown away. And a lot of people were, actually. And I kind of know that when I get up on stage, I know, like, this is going to rock. But there's always that little bit of me that thinks, are these my people? Are they going to get it? So I know that it hit home for a lot of people because they told me. And it really is so validating to hear that because... Honestly, minutes before I got on stage to give my talk, I felt really out of place. Not for long, but enough that I think it's worth talking about. So I look around and I see everyone is wearing dress pants or skirts or dresses. It's a women's empowerment event. Did you know that bell bottoms have made a comeback again? Like, oh God, good grief. I'm skinny leg jeans all the way. It took me a really long time to go from boot cush to skinny leg. But now I'm like, no, just give me my fucking spandex jeans. That's great. More importantly, though, than the skinny leg jeans that I'm wearing is the fact that I'm wearing jeans in a room of women dressed to the nines. While packing for the event the night before, I took out all my dresses and I have lots of fancy clothes and I tried them on and like they just didn't feel right. Probably because I put on a few pounds over the last year. They just weren't fitting properly, which really shouldn't have been a surprise to me because not a few weeks earlier, I dropped a cool thousand bucks on new clothes in a bigger size that would fit me. Like who fucking cares what size they are? I needed jeans that would button. So I went out and bought bigger clothes. And I loved all the clothes. I especially loved that they fit me. But I didn't buy anything that was suitable for such an event. Or at least that's what I was trying to convince myself of as I was packing, wondering if I should make a quick trip to the mall to buy something a little more, quote, professional. And when I started finding myself second guessing what my professionalism meant, or my worth meant based on what I was wearing, I knew I was barking up the wrong tree. So in the car on the way there, I said to my friend, they're getting sweater Heather. Sweater and jeans Heather showed up. Very underdressed compared to the rest of the room. But you know what? I felt like a fucking baller. And more importantly than how I looked was how I felt. Because you can't work a room if you're tugging at your two sizes, too small dress all night. To hell with that. And for a brief second, I felt a little bit of shame about how women should show up. And I put myself in that place. And I made myself feel bad for not putting in the effort. And not taking this networking event seriously. But then I remembered that, like, that doesn't fucking matter. Sure, clothes maketh the man... But man also maketh the clothes. And as a woman, none of that shit applies to me. So I get up on this stage and I deliver a fucking amazing talk about poker and money and business and decision making and how all of that ties into having more time. I actually wish someone had recorded it. It was brilliant. But I knew if I get up there and I owned it and I loved what I was talking about, that it would translate. Or it would either be cold and awful, but I was willing to take the chance of not being understood in that moment, of being judged in a pair of jeans and flats rather than heels and a skirt at a professional speaking event as the first speaker of the day talking about gambling and poker. I was willing to be that person because that is the person I am. I was just willing to be myself and it was such a great example of how I can be myself and people will like me. Regardless of what I think they think of me, I get to get up and do my thing. Somebody told me that they thought I was the hidden gem of our area and I need to get out in front of more people as often as possible. And I was like, oh, I could do that. Also hidden gem, oh my God, (laughs) right? (laughs) I was like, thank you for saying that. I also feel like I am a hidden gem and everybody needs to know me. Whether they like me or not, they should know me. So I actually happen to agree with that statement, but it was really genuinely amazing to be affirmed by someone in a position to get me in front of said people. Then I happened into a networking event online last week where at the last minute I decided, ah, fuck it, I'll just show up. And the reason I said, ah, fuck it, I'll just show up is because it was Friday afternoon, end of day, end of week. I was tired. But my friend had been telling me literally for 18 months, you got to go to this thing on Friday afternoon. So within minutes of showing up, I was chatting with someone who immediately recognized that I could help them in their business. We had a call and now he's my client. A one-hour networking event that I didn't even want to go to. 15-minute conversation And being myself, sharing what I can do genuinely for other people, resulted in $3,000 in my bank account. That's pretty fucking sweet. So all of this is to say that while I live a very authentic life, I'm not without my fears that people are going to get their backs up around me or not like how I show up. Of course I have those thoughts. That is what it is to be human. But the longer I am in business, the more I realize that my personality The way I show up, how I drop an F-bomb without apology, how I frank talk the shit out of things, how I tell people where and when I can help them, when I call bullshit on stuff that's not okay, and when I stand up and stand out for things I believe in, in a pair of jeans when everyone else is wearing dresses and skirts, that's what people like. That's when they like me, which is good because that is what people get from me, whether they like it or not. I can doll up with the best of them. But I'm a high roller in a pair of skinny jeans, too. And I much prefer that version of myself. And my friend Francis, my very good friend Francis, shout out to Francis if you're listening to this. Francis said a quote to me last week. We chat on the phone every week, or we try to every week. She lives in Michigan. She said to me, be your favorite self. Don't be your best self. Be your favorite self. And my fucking favorite self... Is in a pair of flats, a pair of skinny jeans, a crew neck sweater, a vest, and a microphone in my hand? I love it. Now let's talk about how I bring this to online course creation because I want you to think about how you want others to think about you and the way you show up, but in a good way. I don't want you to think about how you show up on camera is going to hold you back. So at the outset of this podcast, I said, if you're worried about your camera equipment, you are thinking about the wrong thing. I actually went back through my videos in my 30-day program to make sure that this was true of me. And here's what I discovered. Yeah, my hair is in a messy bun and not like an Instagram perfect messy bun, a literal throw my hair in a hair tie shitty bun that I've been wearing it like that since high school. The angle of the camera is hysterical. And makes me look like I have bags under my eyes. I'm in my home office, which has things in the background. But when I watch the videos, what I have to say and the advice I have to offer and how I was getting myself excited as my own student watching these videos about creating online courses, just watching the playback, that was incredible. I didn't see the messy bun or the stuff on the floor behind me. I heard information that could transform lives. I was 100% being myself. It's not scripted. I spoke from the heart. I didn't have fancy camera equipment. Some of the videos that I shot were shot with my phone and edited with free software that I never bothered to pay for after I used the one week free trial. I paid very special attention to my workbooks and content because that's in my wheelhouse. That's my jam. But showing up and speaking to others in a way that moves them is also my jam. That stuff comes naturally to me. Videography does not But it didn't take away from the quality of the instruction, funny enough. And it's not a distraction in the way you might think. Isn't that interesting? This week I celebrated one year of delivering Think Big, Move Fast, Create Your Online Course in 30 days flat. Fifteen companies have now gone through this course. Fifteen new courses now exist in the world. And I also helped six other companies create done-for-you projects where I built curriculum on a large scale for in-person and online training programs. But to be able to say that 15 entrepreneurs created 15 new courses that are on their way into the world is pretty incredible. And all I do is show up, share my thoughts, tell people what I can offer them, love my job, know my shit, and get excited about helping people. I'm just being me. Which is why this entire business feels so right. Not stressful, not dramatic, no hustle, not freaking out. The money comes, the clients come, the fun comes in no particular order. So when I think about what's next, I turn to what feels authentic to me. And sometimes it's not what I thought it would be. For example, lately I've been thinking about how do I expand my business into corporate training and build a huge training agency? Like, wouldn't that be the dream? But I'm not even sure where this thought came from because the idea of scaling versus growing has been rolling around in my mind for a while now. What does it look like to build a mega million dollar training company without Automated sales funnels without hiring a bunch of facilitators to work for me. How do I do that? I even looked for some real estate that I could buy or rent so I could put a big sign on the front of it that had my business on it. But when I think about that, it never lands right. It never feels right. So then I go to my self help brain and the books and the podcasts that I've been listening to for years, and I wonder am I just playing small? As Gay Hendricks would put it, am I just missing the big leap? Am I in that point where I need to just take the leap of faith? I need to take the big jump and trust that I'm doing the right thing. But what I've come to see over the last month is that it never feels right, not because I'm playing small, but because what growth means to me is not what growth means to other people. I'm using someone else's definition of scaling and growth that belong to other people to define how I want to live my life. And that is just not authentic of me. I fucking write my own rules all the time. Why am I trying to play by other people's rules? So when I was speaking to someone this week about my special sauce and how I show up and what makes my work so impactful, the consensus was clear. Yes, I can create killer online courses. Yes, I can help others create killer online courses. Yes, I can make great money with contracts and done for you services. But the thing people are really paying for is me, my attitude, my approach, my voice, what I bring to the table. And all of a sudden, my idea of growth wasn't about putting a stake in the ground on commercial street with an overpriced sign hanging out front telling the world that I run a training program. Growth is about getting in front of more people and sharing my skills, knowledge, and abilities with them so they can change their lives. Don't just create courses to sell to others. Deliver them. Don't just create courses that companies can hire facilitators to run. Create my own courses. Share my own knowledge. Deliver them myself. And if you've taken my 30-day program and you've created your course with me already and you still hang out here to listen to the podcast regularly, or if you have no intention of buying from me but you love my approach, Hi, Tara. How's it going? You know what I'm talking about. Wouldn't it be amazing If you showed up like that in your business, wouldn't it be so incredible to have such pride in who you are that you can push aside the doubts and get up on stages or write those books or start those podcasts and be unapologetic? It is amazing. It is incredible. You can. All you have to do is be yourself. You too can feel that great about what you're doing in the world. If you're still hanging around here and you want my help to create an online course so that you can have an unapologetic, authentic impact on the world, please visit heatherdevoe.com. Book a call with me right now. I can show you how to leave the drama at the door. Be yourself. Get your videos made. Create content that moves people forward and leaves room for you in your genes if that's how you want to show up. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more about how I help entrepreneurs just like you create online courses quickly and easily, please visit heatherdevoecom slash think big, move fast. I will teach you practical, tactical, and actionable steps to go from idea to fully finished functional, ready to sell online course in just 30 days flat. Short on time. I got you. No idea where to start. Let's talk. I'm the leading instructional design coach for entrepreneurs who want to create online courses faster and easier than ever before. I make online course creation simple so you can make it faster.